Going to turn things back over to Mark Weber for hour three of Garden Talk on this Saturday. Good morning. We're getting ready for another wild and crazy. <laughs> what plant I am? <laughs> Part two. And this one, this one may be difficult. We will soon find out when we we re, we release it to the airwaves. But <laughs> yeah. I'll just give you a quick clue. You ready? Sure. All right. Um, my feathery appearance looks like a bird's plume. <laughs> hmm. Feathery appearance. Feathery appearance, yes. I got to I gotta work on a couple other things, too. I have fun with this. <laughs> I really do. In the next hour of Garden Talk, ladies and gents, if you've got a gardening question, 457-1290 is the number of the dial. we got no less than one, two, three, four available phone lines. Um, Sarah and company next door is uh, ready to take your calls. And uh, and no matter what your question is, and I, and I mean this wholeheartedly, no matter what your question is, um, there are no dumb questions on this show. The dumbest question is the one that you don't call 457-1290 to get asked. I want to help you. It's my job. My job is to serve you and help you. So if you had a question about a tree, your lawn, your landscape, your vegetables, um, peony bush, lilac bush, whatever plant you got, um, Dial me up, 457-1290, as we begin the third and final hour of this week's edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHAO, Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we begin the um, third and final hour of this week's edition of Garden Talk. If you've got a gardening question, there is no less than one, two, three, four available phone lines for you. Um, call us now. We want to hear from you today. If you've got a question about uh, a part of your yard, a part of your landscape, maybe you're working on a uh, a landscaping idea and you're trying to find some inspiration with ideas, or you're trying to find a way to uh, manage a certain situation, um, let's talk. Let's uh, talk about what you've got going on, but more so let me help you along the way at uh, 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Um, I'm going to do this morning's, I, I always typically when I do this show, um, I typically try to pick some of the more, um, you know, serious topics of, of my world. And my world is about plants and trees and dirt and soil and all that type of stuff. I typically try to pick these more um, um, important topics that have more deeper meanings and longer um, things that affect society in the eight o'clock hour. And the reason that that I purposely do that is because I know that this is about the time when we have the most people listening to this show. And I always try to find things and talk about things that have really deep meanings and, you know, things that affect the next generation. See, I'm, I'm a type of person that uh, um, I don't do this for the money. Um, if I, if I did, I'd, 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 already been in the poorhouse multiple times. Um, I do this because I love to do it. And I, I love to talk about plants, but the deeper meaning is, is I, I'm always concerned that the future generation will never get to enjoy all the wonderful things that I've gotten to enjoy in my lifetime and continue to get to enjoy. And so I'm always trying to plant the seeds to a, to a better future. And by planting the seeds of the better future, it's about education it's about uh, research, and it's about um, my job articulating why plants do what they do. Um, you know, there's always been this giant conflict over the years 
um, between you know utility companies and utility pruning companies and trees near wires and these uh, wires being you know electrified sources and the reality is is that uh, to conduct and move electricity there needs to be an airspace around those wires it just has to be um, that's the way the whole electrical grid system is designed there's meant to be an air insulator around those wires and when we have plants and trees that are near these wires um, it causes for all kinds of conflicts everything from the possibility of the tree becoming electrified to the, the neighbor, the lady who doesn't want her trees trimmed because he says they will look ugly, all the way down the line to pruning practices that are good, bad, and evil. Um, and at the end of the day, <laughs> the reality at the end of the day is it's all about the right plant in the right place. Say that again. The end of the day, it's about the right plant in the right place. It's about the plant that can grow in those conditions that's compatible with those electrical wires. And if we put the right plant in the right place, um, then we don't have a problem, do we? <laughs> it's that simple. And in many cases, um, you know, people get so upset about the trees being pruned, but the, the bottom line is they have to be pruned. Um, and if they don't get pruned, then there's problems with things falling on things and breaking things or possibly causing things to fall down that shouldn't fall down. So why not just avoid it completely? <laughs> And, and I think, you know, it's interesting to me that so many people, you know, want to blame somebody for this. But the bottom line is the plant, frankly, doesn't belong there. So why not remove it? Why not put in something that will fit in that space that will provide you beauty, that will provide you color, that will provide you um, less stress along the way? 457-1290, let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Sue. Sue, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Thank you, Mark. Good morning to you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm on my way to work. <laughs> Lucky you. I started my day at 4 a.m. I get to go home in about 45 minutes, so it's my day's oh. over then. No, I'm, I'm just teasing. Um, <laughs> I have a daughter that's going to put me to work today hanging stuff in her house. So, um the that's okay. I, but she's going to feed me, too, so that'll be a good thing. You know, you always feed your dad. You can free work from your father as long as you feed him, you know? Uh, that is right. <laughs> Sue, how can I help you? Okay, I have zebra grass that's in my backyard. I have big, there are four big, huge plants, and um, just beautiful. But I have gardener snakes that have decided that's where they want to live. And I have so many of the garden, gardening snakes that my dog don't want to go out in the backyard because when she steps on one, she jumps or whatever. So I put up um, owls to see if that would get rid of them. But I have so many of them that I don't know what to do, and I'm afraid it's going to kill the zebra grass. Plus, I don't want to put chemicals out or anything like that because of the pet. And plus, I really don't want to, this is sound probably silly, I don't want to hurt the snakes. No, no, no. And, and you, you've got to, well, and this is the thing. Gardeners, you know, we, we're very fortunate where we live at. We don't nearly have the numbers of, of, of reptiles that other parts of the United States do. I mean, we need to be really frank about that. I've, there's sometimes when I go places, I, I, people don't know this, but when I do tree inspections in certain places, I actually carry uh, 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 snake chaps in my bag. Did you know that? No. <laughs> yeah, I I go places where there where there's poisonous snakes, and I and I yeah. actually carry uh, snake chaps in my bag. So, <laughs> um, and I've learned a long time ago that wherever I I, I work and travel, that uh, I always have to be con um, conscious of 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 those types of uh, issues. Um, you know, gardeners, gard, gardener snakes provide a lot of important benefits. They eat rodents, they eat insects, 
Um, they're very important parts of the ecosystem, and they're they're making their living and keeping actually a lot of harmful things down at a lower level in your landscape. My guess is they've made a home in that zebra grass because it's dense and it's dark and it provides them cover from predatorial animals like hawks and 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 uh, um, owls and things like that. Okay. Okay. So. You know, I've never been to your your house, Sue, so I can't g- tell you what how to change the landscape, but maybe to make it a little bit more open, and okay. maybe remove the zebra grass and maybe fill it in with less foliage density might be a way to minimize it. Okay. And you probably the the gardener snakes that you have is probably only one or two or three at the most. You're just seeing them more frequently. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And yeah. and and they and for the most part they're not going to hurt your dog. The only okay. thing only thing they could hurt the dog with is if the dog steps on it or they, the dog decides to pick up and play with them. And I have a dog that would probably do that, but <laughs> no, no, my dog goes out if she steps on one, she like jumps yeah. like fifty feet in the air and it's like okay, she's back at the back door. And then when you say you want to go out, she's standing at the back door like no. Yeah, so we've been taking her out front because she won't go out back because of the snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the good the good thing is too, Sue. Here, as these nights get cooler, um, in the fall, the snakes are going to go to bed for the winter. Okay. Okay. So they're okay. not going to be active for a long time. So that's a good good part of it. So okay. you know, and I I think this is where a little bit of reasonability with management comes into play. Um, you know, I. <laughs> I don't want you. I don't want you to destroy this animal. This animal does a lot of benefits, and I know right. there's a lot of people are terrified of them. When they're realistically, there's not a lot to be terrified of. Um, I know they're slippery and slimy looking, but if you ever touch one, they're far removed from that. Um, yeah. And they're they're beautiful animals on so many different levels. Even the poisonous ones are 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 amazing um, to look at, but. At the same time, though, they were put on this earth to provide necessary controls of rodents and insects, and they do mar- they're a very important part of the ecosystem, and we don't want to mess that up. We've already done enough damage with that for multiple lifetimes. So, right. So try to find okay. a happy medium. They're not going to hurt your dog, um, and, and, and maybe take the dog out on the leash and just have the dog walk around in the yard and maybe work with the dog to retrain them to realize that they've got a safe space. Cause okay. I, I mean, I've got a 95 pound Wyomingner that I call her baby <laughs> Luna that she's like, she's crazy. I mean, if she, yeah. she sees something that freaks her out, if, if she's crazy and the way I, I work with her every day, two miles a day, I walk her and I'm yeah. always working with her to get used to people and, and, and people and things and get her to the place that she's comfortable in her own own skin. And sometimes I just I just think that when they were passing out trains, she thought she wanted the caboose and she got the last part of the brain part of it. You know, I mean, I love her to death and just sweetest dog on earth. But my God, where, where's the gray matter at with you, kid? You know, but, you know, it's OK. I, I love her to death and I'll do my power to, to, to make sure she's safe and everything else. But I work with her. And, yeah, okay. and a lot of people and I'm not a dog expert, but I've had dogs my whole married life. And I will tell you that the thing that I find with dogs are they need attention. They need yeah. lots of attention. They need us as their human caregivers to give them that attention. They want to be, they want to know what discipline is. They want to know what their boundaries are. If we work with them, a lot of times they turn out to be amazing dogs. But okay. if we if we ignore them and we act like they're an inconvenience, they're going to have a broken heart. And yeah. and and I and I'm this it's just my advice to you of with having. I mean, I've had Samoids, I've had Mutt, I had one dog named Bandit was absolutely, I don't know what mixed breed he was, but he was crazy. She, he was a crazy dog too. But I've had dogs of all different intelligence levels, but I would say the thing that I have learned most in my life is work with them, walk with them, play with them, have fun with them, um, and encourage them to... Um, to be better at what they do and they want they want to be with us they they every dog loves to be with you that's the yeah. thing they, they live for us you know and that's the part that's 
sometimes we don't get when we lose them we re- finally realize i guess i learned a long time ago when i lost one of my dogs that that dog lived for my family and lived for me yes it wasn't and she was everything was our family and and that's the thing that dogs have so good luck to you okay okay thank you thank you ma'am bye-bye uh-huh, bye-bye four five seven twelve ninety let's take a quick break sarah and when we come back we'll talk to bill liz and linda and uh, we're going to go in the uh, garden, down the garden path with John Scott. And then we're going to do What Plan I Am. I have a lot of fun with that. And so much more here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. If this summer left your lawn in bad shape, now is the time to do something about it. Hi, this is Randy with Green Velvet Sod Farms, here to tell you that September is one of the best months of the entire year to improve your lawn with Green Velvet Grass Seed. Don't put it off. If you want your Green Velvet Grass Seed to survive the winter, you really need to get your grass seed planted now. And don't forget to feed the baby with Green Velvet's special grass seed starter fertilizer. Of course, if you can't get your grass seed planted this month, Green Velvet's Instant Lawn Kentucky Bluegrass and Turf-Type Tall Fescue Sod can be installed anytime. Just lay it out today and enjoy it tomorrow. It's that easy. Let our team of turf professionals be your one source for expert knowledge and advice. Stay in the know on our entire line of turf products at our website, greenvelvet.com. Trust Green Velvet, a locally grown, family-owned company celebrating our 60th year in business. Remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. I'm finally getting Tom that beautiful timepiece he secretly wanted for years. But this is a special purchase, and I need a jeweler I can trust. For generations, exquisite brands like Rolex, Patek Philippe, Omega, and others have trusted James Free Jewelers. These brands select only the finest jewelers, ranked highest by industry standards, and recognized for their honesty and superior customer service. Experience excellence you can trust at 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering and visit us online at jamesfree.com. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. In 2011, we built our first outdoor columbarium and in 2015 completed our second. You may be asking, what is a columbarium? A columbarium is a chamber or wall in which urns containing cremations are stored. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Thanks for calling 1-800-GOT-JUNK. This is Sarah. How can I help? Can you help me with spring cleaning even if it's not springtime? Sure, we can do that. We bring the springtime with us. Are you willing to come after dark? We work until midnight, seven days a week. How much lead time do I need to give you? We can be there in 90 minutes. <laughs> you can't imagine how happy this is going to make my wife. It makes us happy, too. Happy, happy. Happy, happy. When you want to give happiness, call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Happy, happy. See your new floor in our store today. Carpet Consultants has one of the area's largest showrooms with a huge in-stock inventory. Our staff can help with hardwood flooring, waterproof luxury vinyl plank and tile, ceramic tile, and pet-resistant carpeting. Carpet Consultants can help with no hype, no hassle, and no pressure. Locally owned, quality service, and value since 1989. Located two blocks west of I-75 on 725 by the Water Tower. Visit Carpet Consultants Flooring Don't miss the Dayton Area Chamber of Commerce's first ever city-to-city trip. Join community business leaders as we meet with key stakeholders in Minneapolis, St. Paul to learn how the Twin Cities address topics that also impact the Dayton region. During this three-day trip, hear how the cities tackled their metro merger, workforce challenges, and more. Then, a rare private tour of Paisley Park, the former home of Prince. In the end, we'll bring best practices back to the Miami Valley. To learn more and to register for City to City, go to DaytonChamber.org. 
When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. When you hear these tones, you know the WHIO Radio Storm Center has been activated. This means important weather updates every 15 minutes or sooner. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news update. We have a large yellow duck outside our window with sunglasses on. Breaking news. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Partly mostly cloudy this morning with more sunshine for the afternoon. Temperatures in the morning are in the 60s and then mid-70s as we move into the afternoon with partly to mostly sunny skies. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy and overnight lows are in the upper 50s, so pretty comfortable. Then tomorrow, look for partly cloudy skies with a chance of a few passing afternoon showers or sprinkles. Temperatures are in the mid-70s. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is completely clear. We've got overcast skies, 65 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. And good morning to each and every one of you. Let's head to the telephone lines as uh, time per- i tell you what. <laughs> we got 45 seconds before we go to the newsroom with Mr. Audi, so I think we'll need to uh, curtail those. We'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go into the newsroom, come back. Talk to John Scott. We're going to talk to Bill, Mitchell, and Liz, and Linda. Then we're going to do What Plan I Am. And uh, hold on to your oblivial hat because it's going to be a wild last half hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 830. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this morning. We're working. We're following the trial of a woman accused of burying her newborn. A fall feel to the air this weekend. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones. My forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic, those freeways and surface streets throughout the area still looking clear at this hour. We're not seeing any major accidents or any slowdowns out there to get in your way if you're heading out on the roads this Saturday morning. And it is our top story. Conflicting testimonies delivered in the trial of Brooke Skylard Richardson, the Carlisle woman accused of killing her newborn baby and then burying it shortly after it was delivered in 2017. Richardson's defense testifies the baby was stillborn before it was buried, but new disagreements are being heard about the victim's bones. WHIO's Molly Kowick. The doctor who ruled the infant's death as undetermined homicidal violence highlighted multiple fractures on the baby's skull, but she said she could not tell whether those bone breaks happened before or after the baby died. Another doctor says there's no evidence of a homicide. We'll be following this trial and we'll bring more as it develops. Well, the bouncer of Ned Pepper's Bar is honored as a hero on Friday during his, after his actions during the Oregon District shooting. WHIO's Kurt Russell has team coverage. The Modern Woodman of America presented Jeremy Ganger its Hometown Hero Award for the actions he took only 20 minutes after he checked the shooter's ID outside the East 5th Street Bar. Ganger can be seen on surveillance pulling people from harm's way as bullets whiz by and taking the gun from the dead shooter's hands. Ganger was given the award at Rockstar Pro Arena on East 3rd Street in Dayton. While the Ohio Department of of Agriculture issuing a public health alert Friday over fresh tuna sold at Kroger stores at Austin Landing and in Centerville. 
Four cases of scrombroid poisoning reported in Montgomery and Franklin counties have been linked to fish sold with the label tuna yellowfin steak fresh wild caught with sell-by dates of September 3rd and September 5th. Scromboid fish poisoning or histamine fish poisoning resembles an allergic reaction. That's WHIO's Dave Daniels with team coverage. The ODA says anyone who has the fish mentioned in the alert should throw it away. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Dante Jones. Partly to mostly cloudy this morning, temperatures in the 60s, then partly to mostly sunny for the afternoon with highs in the mid-70s. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, comfortable and cooler with lows dipping into the upper 50s. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear, but cloudy skies to start this Saturday. 61 degrees in Troy. We're seeing 64 in Springfield. 65 here in Dayton at 633. With news on the hour, the half, and instantly when it breaks, I'm Jonah Adi on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Depend on it. Hi folks, Pete Kasuji again here in Dayton, Ohio to tell you that you only have two more weeks to take advantage of our yearly fall cleanup sale where you can save up to 50 to 70% on shade trees, fruit trees, dogwood trees, and we have over 2,000 trees ready to load, and 50,000 evergreens of all types like emerald arborvitas and thousands of flowering shrubs of all types. If you haven't finished landscaping your house or your business, this is a sale for you. We have what you're looking for at our garden center during this sale. We're at 1309 Brant Pike. Come and visit our one and a half acre greenhouses and our six acre nursery. I'll be looking for you. And remember, we're open seven days. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Dayton? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Dayton area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Dayton is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. Just text your zip code to 82000. Let's spend time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscape on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, Mr. John Scott. Good morning, Mr. Weber. How are you? I am well, and uh, how about yourself? I'm pretty good. I'm sitting outside right now, and it's a little bit uh, misty and cloudy, which feels nice. And I got my hose going on my front lawn right now, getting some water on it. Hopefully we get some help on Monday. But, you know, Mark, as I drive around town, and even last weekend, Labor Day weekend, we had a few family members over, and my yard needed a little bit of cleaning, particularly the vegetable garden. And as I drive around town, you see some vegetable gardens that, you know, I think people are real excited early spring and enjoying harvesting some midsummer and late summer. And then they sort of say, ah, I've had enough. And that vegetable garden really just goes to pot, shall you say, over the next few weeks. And vegetable gardening is so much fun, so enjoyable when that garden stays clean. And now is the time, folks, if you've abandoned the vegetable garden and you're done harvesting and, my gosh, I'm not watering anymore, now is the time to get it cleaned up and prepared for next year because so many of your problems that you have this year, you could stop next year by just a little bit of cleanup. That that tomato plant that doesn't look the greatest, get it out of the ground now before any of the leaves that may be diseased lay there and overwinter and harbor all winter. Those, uh, the, all the different weeds growing in your yard. I love cleaning weeds up in my vegetable garden this time of year, Mark, because whether I'm using a herbicide, whether I'm using the organic method of a hoe, 
I get that garden cleaned up, and guess what happens over the next two to three weeks? A little more weeds come back. That gives me the chance to clean it out again and really get those perennial weeds under control for next season. So this is the time of year that you can make a big difference, adding some compost to that soil, building that soil, getting it prepared for next season. Outstanding. Mr. John Scott, you guys' hours of operation today at Knollwood are? We are 9 to 6 today and 11 to 5 tomorrow and filled up with all that great fall stuff that everyone's looking for. And, you know, we redid our yard with a bunch of mums for uh, the Labor Day weekend and Boy, it sure does look pretty. So get out there and enjoy it. It's going to be a nice weekend. Have a good day, John, and we'll talk really soon. We'll see you, Mark. Take care. You've been through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, the wow, the <laughs> what plan I am will start in a few minutes. We got four callers we got to get through first. Let's start at the top and work our way down. Let's talk to Bill. Bill, good morning. Welcome to WHIO Radio. Good morning, Mark. How you doing, Bill? I've got a question. Yes, what, sir. What's the best time to sow grass seed? I've got about 30 or 40 spots that are brown. Died, the grass has died out. I don't know what caused it. Well, there could be a lot of things. The best time to sow grass seeds right now, Bill. Right now. Right now. Um, you've got about about two weeks more time, and after that, it's it. You're done. So don't don't take a chance on this. Um, just remember that you got to buy good quality grass seed, buy green velvet grass seed. Two, you got to prepare the soil, meaning you're going to have to, you know, amend that soil, rake that soil, get some oxygen in that soil, use a starter fertilizer, get that grass seed into the soil. And then once you're there, you're going to have to give it constant moisture. Do not let that seed or soil ever dry out. And once that seed comes up, you got to maintain that moisture for at least two or three weeks thereafter. How often do you have to water? Sometimes two and three times a day. Two times? Two to three Two to three. Yeah, that soil can never dry out. Never. If you allow it to dry out, the seed will die. Oh, okay. All right? But, Bill, the problem is, if you don't get it done in the next two weeks, you're probably not going to be able to see see good grass in the spring of 2019. Each time you water, you play 15 minutes or so? uh, It depends on your soil. That's where you're going to have to measure your own conditions. And your conditions are going to be, you know, on you. You're going to have to go out there and, and feel the soil and see if it's moist or not. There's, each brown spot's probably a foot in diameter or something like that. You got a lot of work ahead, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> go, go do it before Ohio State plays football today, okay? All right. All right take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. You bet, Bill. Bye-bye. 457-1290. Let's go talk to Mitchell. Mitchell, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Uh, good morning. I have a, a, a quick question for you. I've got some old, I assume, tax shrubs. I know they're at least 53 years old because I've had the building that long. And they're getting pretty gnarly, and I want to remove them. And they are on the north side of a building with quite a bit of, uh, there's a tree out there, some shade. What would be a good choice to replace those, those shrubs? There's going to be a lot of choices. Um, you, you really need to do a couple different things, Mitchell. Um, one is you need to work with a qualified professional who's going to help you with some soil testing. And after soil testing, look at the volume of area that you're trying to plant and the, and the restrictions of height and physical barriers in the soil with the combination of a soil test and light exposure as well to determine um, what's going to be the best choice in planting. Okay. And it's like this, kind of like this, Mitchell. If you, A lot of people think all plants were created equal, and they're not. <laughs> There's so many different types of plants in this world, and each one has its own unique um, idiosyncrasies. Um, we have to be extremely prudent and extremely careful on what we pick and choose. 
Okay. And what I and what I mean is, is so much of, of my practice over the years has been fixing problems that other people planted. <laughs> you know, I, I get thousands of calls every year about red maples. Why are my red maple look so bad? Because you shouldn't have planted red maple in the first place. You know, red maple wasn't the right choice for the site because of the site and soil. So it's one of those things where if you make a, make a bad choice, you're haunted by it for a long period of time and it ends up costing you more money than what the initial, you know, inspection and, and, and analysis would have cost. If that makes uh, sense. Pay me now or pay me a lot later. What's that? Too big, but I know there's many choices, but does anything in particular come to mind that might? No. And, and that's the what I'm saying is, Mitchell, this is not going through the McDonald's drive through okay? I see. This is an intelligent thought process. This one is a scientific thought process. And if anybody tells you any different, then they're not following the scientific theory. If you follow the scientific theory theory as a scientist, you develop a, a, a hypothesis, but then you, you support it by analysis. And, in the circuit, and, and when you're developing a landscape, it's no different. Because the problem, problem is, is Mitchell... I want you to spend your money in a prudent way that gives you benefits for years thereafter. I don't want to plant a problem. <laughs> okay. So probably most nurseries have somebody qualified to. I, I don't. The only people that I will tell you that are amply qualified to provide you that type of guidance are typically certified arborists. Okay. They're the only ones that, have, and, you know, and, and, and we also have landscape technicians that have a certification as well. So you want to work with somebody that's been certified or somebody that's gone through the college, like a horticultural college, because this is, this is a science, you know, it's like going to the family. Do you, do you go see the, the guy at the end of the street when your foot hurts or you go see a foot doctor? You know, it's one of those things, right? You okay, want, well, sure plant, there are people, well, there's people that are, that are professionals. And that's the thing that I I've, I've done for 29 years on the radio. I talked about how there are true plant professionals. Right. That's what you want to work with. If you work with anybody else, God help you. You might as well go play the play the ponies at the at the at the casino, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Have a good day, Mitchell. Thank you. You bet. Bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. Let's go talk to Liz. Liz, good morning. Good morning. How can I help you, Liz? Um, you mentioned that you shouldn't uh weed until the fall. But I need to aerate seed, and how do you weed all at the same time? Because won't that kill the seed? You mean for weed control? Mm-hmm. What I would put your priorities right now, Liz, is that getting grass seed in the ground and get it growing. Okay. That is your number one priority. You, got... you can't do all both, right? Well, let's talk us through a minute. Let's get your seed done now and, and, and get it up. I mean, if you put seed in the ground right now, you're going to have it up out of the ground in five to seven days. If okay. you water it right, and I mean water, water, water. Just remember where you're seeding at, though, make sure that that soil has been loosened up and so that seed has a chance to grow. Don't plant it in the concrete and expect it to do something. Use, right. use starter fertilizers. Get the seed up once it's up and growing. Get it mowed once or twice. And at that point in time, if you've got a, a weed issue, you might you can apply like a broadleaf weed killer like weed be gone to the lawn okay, and, and resolve some of that. I mean, you can get control and weeds all the way into the last part of October, even early, early November with broadleaf weed control products that late. Okay. And then do your core aeration. Let's do your core aeration in mid to late November. So you don't do the aeration before you see? No, I don't want you to do it now. I oh. want you to do it in November, right before we get really cold. Because then you're going to get the maximum expansion and contraction from the coration. Oh, okay. And then you're going to use a high nitrogen application and and, and sometime around Thanksgiving before you cut the turkey. Okay. Um, what was, I thought there was another question, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's always more questions! <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. The grass, okay, okay. Oh, I have grass seed from last year. And I did get it at a good place. It's really good seed, but I don't know. It was in the basement, and my basement's dry, you know. But will it last a year? Or yeah, it'll it last 100 years. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, what I would do with it, Liz, is put it in the freezer the night before you're going to sew it. Uh-huh. It'll help it germinate quicker. Really? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't tell you that it wasn't true. Okay. And the other thing is I've got shade, and I've got sun seed. <laughs> 
Okay, Liz? Yeah? I'm going to tell you what I've told people for 28, 29 years. Okay. Grass and trees are a biological relationship destined for divorce court. Yeah, I know. I'm giving up on that because it pretty much died under the tree. So why don't we plant like hostas? Why don't we plant heal the boars? Why don't we plant a shade garden under the shady areas? Okay. Mm-hmm. There's things like ferns. There's heliboris. There's Lenten roses. There are hostas by the gazillions. There's so many different choices of plants that will work in shade. It's not funny. Take yeah. advantage of shade plants and make a shade garden and make it a, and put a bench in there. And when life's got you stressed out, why don't you just sit out there and enjoy the shade garden with the shade plants? Okay, so basically don't plant. And <laughs> you're, 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 as, as Clark Howard says, you're wasting your money, Liz. <laughs> okay, don't waste your money, Liz. Okay. And don't waste your back, back you know, trying to grow grass in a place that the, God, that the good Lord never designed for grass to grow. Have you ever seen grass? Have you ever seen grass? Have you ever been in a, in a forest? Yes. When you walk in a really healthy forest, do you find Kentucky bluegrass uh, uh, flourishing? I don't see grass. Thank you, Liz. Uh (laughs) So what's the difference between that forest and your yard? The difference being is you live in an urban forest, and the other one's just a regular forest. They're very similar. So just be respectful of nature and, and work with what she gives you, and she'll be very nice to you on the, in the return side, okay? Okay. Let's, All right. Let's take care, okay? Thank you. Bye. Bye. 457-1290. <laughs> I may never get to what plan I am the way these calls are coming in today. Linda, good morning. Welcome to Garden Talk. Thank you. Good morning, Mark. Hi. I have a um, cherry tree that's uh, losing its leaves. There's red dots on it. It's uh, 15 feet high. It's in the corner of a yard, and it it came. It grew on its own, really. It's uh, next to my garage, and some of the branches touched the roof, and I think some phone lines, and there's power lines maybe 10 feet higher than the uh, trees. Okay. So that's, that's a situation. Red dot leaves that have fallen to the ground and well, yellowed. And it sounds like a leaf disease called cherry leaf spot. And cherry leaf spot is a fungal disease? Yeah, there's whiteness on the branches. That's right. A lot of white. Okay. Without seeing it, ma'am, it's impossible for me to say exactly what it is. Sure. But it... But, you know, my only concern is is if it's 10 feet from a power line, the tree probably doesn't even belong there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we might want to think about just finding a new plant that can fit in that area, find a compatible type of vegetation. Okay. So I think in the long run, you might want to look at replacing it. But I think you need to work with a qualified professional to figure out what's going to be the best choice. Okay. And maybe okay. work with you at the cherry and figure out, you know, what's going on with it. Okay? Yep. Okay. Take, Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. 457-1290. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do what plant I am. And, um, yeah, we're going to do what plant I am, and then I'm going to take a break. Okay, producer? Okay. All right. Here we go. I am easy to grow in average to medium to wet soils, and I grow mostly in partially shade to full shade. I grow in full shade. My best performance is in rich soils with high constant moisture. For me to grow perfect, I never need to dry out. I spread by underground rhizomes, and I form dense colonies, And I prefer cool climates and generally very intolerant of hot, humid summers like you find in the South. I hate windy sites. If you put me in windy sites, I will break. I grow in clump forms. I'm very upright. In fact, I can grow two to three feet tall in cultivation. And in some instances, there's varieties of me that can get six feet tall. My feathery appearance is part of my name because it's like a bird plume. Again, my feathery appearance, my feathery appearance looks like a bird plume. That's where my name comes from. My life cycle is very different than conifers and angiosperms. 
because I don't produce seeds. I don't produce fruit. And part of my leaf, in many cases, has a structure called a panay. P-I-N-N-A-E. So what plan am I? 457-1290. If you know, more Garden Talk will continue after this on 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Stockslagers is our name. Mom's the word. The plant that says fall is chrysanthemum. And Stockslagers Greenhouse and Garden Center has a large selection, including bushel basket-sized Belgium mums. Plant mums now so you can enjoy vivid fall color until hard frost. And it's time to plant your fall bulbs for spring tulips and daffodils. We're just one mile west of New Lebanon on US 35. And remember, mom's the word. Chrysanthemums. Get yours now. In 1932, Grismer Tire was founded on the idea that through hard work and dedication, you could create a legacy of trust. Today, that legacy continues. Grismer works hard to be the most trusted tire and service experts in the area. Now at Grismer through September 30th, all Nokian tires are on sale. Nokian tires performance, durability, and comfort all year long. As always, get four free oil changes with the purchase of four new tires. Lifetime balancing and rotation included. Grismer Tire, a legacy of trust since 1932. Love Jockey for their cotton comfort? Love Jockey for their fit and innovative underwear solutions? You can always count on Macy's to find all of your favorite Jockey men's and women's underwear styles. Searching for Jockey men's t-shirts and women's layering solutions? Macy's has you covered for those too. Always comfortable, always a great fit, and always at Macy's. Jockey, the original American underwear brand since 1876. Don't miss the Dayton Area Chamber of Commerce's first ever city to city trip. Join community business leaders as we meet with key stakeholders in Minneapolis, St. Paul to learn how the Twin Cities address topics that also impact the Dayton region. During this three-day trip, hear how the cities tackled their metro merger, workforce challenges, and more. Then a rare private tour of Paisley Park, the former home of Prince. In the end, we'll bring best practices back to the Miami Valley. To learn more and to register for city to city, go to DaytonChamber.com. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is lighting up the night at their annual Light the Night Walk, September 26th at Fray's Pavilion. The aim of the walk is to bring light to the darkness of cancer through research and cures. LLS is making cures happen by providing patient support services, advocating for life-saving treatments, and pioneering the most promising cancer research anywhere. For more information, visit lightthenight.org. This airtime provided by Neighbors Helping Neighbors, underwritten by White Allen. Thanks for calling 1-800-GOT-JUNK. This is Sarah. How can I help? Can you help me with spring cleaning, even if it's not springtime? Sure, we can do that. We bring the springtime with us. Are you willing to come after dark? We work until midnight, seven days a week. How much lead time do I need to give you? We can be there in 90 minutes. (laughs) You can't imagine how happy this is going to make my wife. It makes us happy, too. Happy, happy! Happy, happy! When you want to give happiness, call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Happy, happy! When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Do you remember this classic WHIO radio voice? Lamb at that time was the sound of date as far as I was concerned. Listen to Nostalgia Week, the week of September the 15th, here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Uh, I miss Luam. Let's look, check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Partly mostly cloudy this morning with more sunshine for the afternoon. Temperatures in the morning are in the 60s and then mid-70s as we move into the afternoon with partly to mostly sunny skies. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy and overnight lows are in the upper 50s, so pretty comfortable. Then tomorrow, look for partly cloudy skies with a chance of a few passing afternoon showers or sprinkles. Temperatures are in the mid-70s. 
I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. In other ways, another clue that I want to give, hopefully maybe somebody will get this because we've only got one caller that even wanted to try. Um, my common name is the common name of a bird. And it's a bird that uh, produces a very large egg. And the old saying is, is if uh, you don't want to bury your head like a, you know, you know, a bird. Four five seven twelve ninety. if you know the answer. Three lines available right now. Somebody's going to win, maybe. I don't know. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Okay, no weather. Let's do what plan I am. (laughs) My name comes from a bird that you may or may bury my head in the sand. Okay, let's go talk to Sherry. Sherry, good morning. You got bagworms? Jerry, yes. Yes. Well, here's the deal. I have a 10-acre place out in the country, and I have like 300 trees, about 200 of which are evergreen. And um, they're getting to be about 20, 25 feet tall. And, of course, I have some smaller ones. So last year I saw a few. I handpicked them off, kept an eye on it. This year there's a few more. I need to get control of this. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, you're going to need to figure out which plants they're on and then come up with a tro- control program. There's there's multiple, there's at least three to four different ways to control it. At this point in time in the game, it's too late to spray bagworms and get control at any level. The only way you can control them now is by physically removing them. Mm-hmm. But I would suggest, Sherry, you call a certified arborist and work with them to figure out the best control program on how to control um, the bagworms. Good luck to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go talk to Neil. Neil, good morning, and welcome to WHIO Radio. Good morning. How are you today? I'm well, Neil. Let's cut to the chase. I agree with grow in very wet, medium to wet soils, and I love shade. In fact, um, I'm unique in the standpoint that I don't produce nuts, I don't produce seeds, I don't produce fruit. In fact... I don't even produce seeds and I'm so much different than all my other plant friends that uh, my life cycle is entirely removed from what a conifer or an angiosperm will have. And my feathery appearance looks like, you know, a bird's plume and uh, I can get typically two to three feet in height and I can get as tall as six feet in height. And with a $25 um, gift card at stake from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscaping, Neil, what plant am I? Ostrich fern. I am, sir. Congratulations to you. And uh, thank you you for being part of the show. I'm going to put you on hold, and uh, they will get all your vitals. Okay, sir? Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's stellar edition of Garden Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to today's program. Remember the very words that I spoke some 29 years ago on a beautiful September day, just like today, and they are so very true as well. Gardening, my friends, is a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which the good Lord has made. Please, my friends, get out there and do some gardening. But please be sure the gardening that you do do is happy gardening. On 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.